Good morning. Uh, for those who don't know me, my name is Emmanuel, and I come from the Diocese of Western Tanganyika in Tanzania. And today is the fifth Sunday in Lent. In two weeks ahead, we'll be celebrating Easter. I feel so honored and lucky to be with you in this year's Easter again. This reminds me of my first visit to All Saints in 2005. It was in the same season that I had a very nice time with you. And actually, it was my first time to learn the traditions like the Easter egg tradition, which I think I'll, I'll enjoy again this year. I'm very thankful for this opportunity, and I wish to extend my sincere appreciation to all who made this visit of mine possible. And my special thanks go to you, my friend Jeffrey. I know you'll be moving to Washington, D.C. All saints will miss you, and I will miss you, too. May I thank each and every one of you for your generosity and your hospitality. All saints church, this church, has generous people. Thank you, and may God bless you all. In today's gospel, I want to like talk something about love, service, and hospitality. Our Lord Jesus Christ comes back to Bethany, where in a few days he had just raised Lazarus from the dead in the very same city. And in fact, he will be coming back again and again in the same city during the whole week and spend some time tonight there. While in the house, they prepare him a dinner in his honor. Well, Mesh and Mark have the meal in Simon the leper's home, while Luke says the meal was prepared in Simon the Pharisee. And then what happened there is while they, they are eating, or sit on the table, Mary comes in, and she has this kind of oil, and she's going to anoint Jesus, I mean, on the feet, and then wipe his feet with her hair. Unlike Matthew, Mark, and Luke, who do not mention the name of the woman, but John says that was Mary. Some people think this was the Last Supper, but in other Gospels, the event and the Supper itself does not really mean it was the Last Supper. It was just a normal dinner from a friendly family. So, as Mary anoints Jesus with his nut, which is 
which was very expensive. And the smell just felt, I mean, the whole house, something which was very nice and excellent. The city I come from, which some of you have visited, during dry season, this city is full of dust. And in most parts of Africa, we walk. We don't have as many cars as you people have been here. We walk miles and miles. So I can imagine that by that time, even Palestine was a bit like what I'm talking about. And I'm sure that when Jesus got in there, his feet were so dust because he'd been walking and he was walking all the time. But Mary is more concerned with the service to Jesus rather than looking at her expensive nod she had. So the act of pouring this nard on Jesus' feet and washing them or wiping them. This is the kind of thing that the Lord himself on Mount Thursday he will be doing. He's going to wash his disciples' feet and that he said that was kind of like preparing him for his burial. So Lent is taking us there I mean, we are in a period or in season that we are thinking more about what will happen or what comes in during Easter to come. Then we have Judas Iscariot, who is not actual, according to John, not pleased with what Mary is doing. Other gospel writers do not mention Judas as the one protesting against Mary's action. Matthew and Mark say some of his disciples. And Luke says it was Simon the Pharisee who protested against Mary's action. However, the proposal that let us sell the nard and give the money to the poor is narrated in all the Gospels. And in Old Testament time, Service to the poor was part of the Israel's requirement and obligation. It was meant to always be a challenge to the people of the Old Testament to rethink of their past life, that they too were in need while they were in Egypt. It might be true that Judas was trying to fulfill the requirements of the laws, but John reveals Judas' motive to be wrong. However, we have to understand that Judah was a treasure, and what would he had to say? Treasures take care of money, but also they normally find the ways to get money. So I think he was trying to find the way to fill his purse. That's what I would be thinking. But John is far away from that understanding. Why? Because he calls Judas a thief. And then we have Jesus here coming among these problems and then settling the issues 
and all is over. And Jesus says, let this be done to me because you have the poor always and you can do that. My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, we are a church that is called and is and has been always been called into service. We are a serving church just as we are a Jesus movement church. Like Mary, we are called to the service of our Lord and the Savior, Jesus Christ. Mary here demonstrated a kind of service filled with love that nobody expected. Her love to Jesus could not count loss. For her, all is for Christ, and she did it. We are called to save the church, but also to save one another. Jesus himself came to save. He says, for the Son of Man did not come to be saved, but to save. I remember there was a bishop in, in Africa. Uh, when people came to visit him in his house, and then he would collect all their shoes and sandals, and while these people are inside, sitting, talking, and eating and drinking, he would be cleaning all the shoes that these people had been wearing. And I remember I told you that our land is full of dust and the bishop doing this kind of, of job. But then people did not visit him anymore. This is what I'm talking. I'm talking about my African perspective and the culture. In Africa, if you are a leader, then you are, you are above everything. So you, don't, you, can do, you cannot do this kind of of things. But today, the gospel is challenging us to think of our service to Jesus and to the church and to one another. Then we have Judas, who is confronting Mary. And Jesus raises some kind of ideas. Unfortunately, the gospels do not put Judah in a good way. He is not spoken well in the most part of the Bible. I don't know how you people think or talk of Judas here in America, but for me or in African Christianity, Judas is a bad guy. He is a thief, a traitor, and a betrayer. It is him who betrayed Jesus. He cannot repent his wrongdoings, but he ends up committing suicide. Sometimes during the baptism, some priests would not accept the name of Judah for baptism. If you bring your child to be baptized and say, what's the name of this? Um, his name is going to be Judah. They say, no, please, can you give him another name? Because Judah is like that kind of thing. So we are a church a movement church, a Jesus movement church. Our service to God and to others must be grounded in love. The nod that Mary uses to clean the feet of Jesus is 300 dinars worth. This is 20,000 American dollars and is 42 million Tanzanian shillings. From where I come from. 
And this amount is half of the budget for the Lake Tanganyika Theological College, which I'm reading. So, so if I were there, then what would I have to say? <clears throat> well, I think in one way or another, I would really be part of the idea of Judah. But then I'm afraid because it was all about service to Jesus. But if it was not like about Jesus Christ and his service, then I would join Judas. I'd be with Judas. I'd support Judas' idea of selling the oil. But I would not support his idea of giving the money to the poor. I would just tell Judas, well, Judas, I think I'm with you. Let us sell this thing, but let the money go to the Lake Tanganyika Theological College so that I can... So, dear friends here at All Saints, I'm always fascinated and very much impressed by your services here. You are doing very marvelous, good work, very generous people for God's work, for giving. Keep that on. This time when I came, I found out that you have also done other things, many things. You have brought properties. You have renovated the buildings, replacing the windows of the church, and everything, everything is like a new. This is because of your love to Jesus. You spend a lot of money, your money giving to the church, and that money goes for the church's work. So keep that on. And as we journey in this land, as we go together in this land, and as we look forward to the coming Easter, May I ask one, each one of you to continue with our service that the Lord has called us to do. Let us keep on serving him, just as like Mary did. Let us keep on serving this church, and let us keep serving one another. And I find the closing words after the Eucharist very, very important and meaningful to me. And the words would say, Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.